up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, January 7th. Here's what you missed while you were ignoring everything that was happening down in Washington. Is there really nothing else to talk about today? Well, trust me, I'm trying. But we're going to have to start with the biggest story of the day. Elon Musk surpassed Jeff Bezos to be the wealthiest person in the world. Okay, yeah, that's true. But no, we got to talk about what the hell happened yesterday at the insurrection of D.C. Long story short, a ton of Trump supporters, a.k.a. seditionists, stormed the Capitol building in D.C. and attempted to stop the Electoral College certification of votes. In essence, they were just trying to stop Joe Biden from being officially elected. Here's the highlights of the day. See, there was a rally that was down the street. Trump spoke at that rally and i mentioned it yesterday and he gassed them up real good saying things like this is a time for strength so yeah after they decided to march to the capitol and he retreated to the white house things started going loony and the capitol police were completely unprepared honestly there were none posted outside almost as if they didn't get the memo about the rally heading their way that was being planned and advertised for weeks or in my opinion they just assumed a bunch of corny white republican trump supporters are just going to come here and stand outside and chant and complain no big deal completely opposite response to the black lives matter marches earlier this summer where the national guard was called out in advance nope they didn't show up this time until hours later and it was actually the vice president that ended up calling them not the president because he was still hyping these loonies up he posted a video on social media saying stop the violence please but the election was stolen we love you. You're very special. Um, what? What is wrong with this guy? This is why today Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, even Facebook, have finally dropped the hammer and have blocked his account until January 20th when Biden gets sworn in. Now, I don't know if that'll help any at this point, but hey, at, at least they made a move. Better late than never, right? Quote, the shocking events of the last 24 hours clearly demonstrate that President Donald Trump intends to use his remaining time in office to undermine the peaceful and lawful transition of of power to his elected successor, Joe Biden. We believe the risks of allowing the president continue to use our service during this period are simply too great. Therefore, we are extending the block we have placed on his Facebook and Instagram accounts indefinitely and for at least the next two weeks until the peaceful transition of power is complete, end quote. So yeah, that chapter is finally done. Now, things were nuts. I mean, there were actual random people just all over the Capitol building. One guy broke into Nancy Pelosi's office, scratched his nuts in her chair and stole some mail and took a selfie while doing it. So yeah, they can identify him later. There was some random dude in a Viking hat that just barged in, yelled at Capitol Police and continued on into the House chamber. I'm not joking. He just yelled at them and kept it moving. These Capitol Police folks weren't trying to do anything to stop this from occurring. There was at least one of them that took a selfie with a rioter. I mean, what? Then you got the Chip Gaines lookalike guy that just stole the Speaker of the House's pulpit. Again, Again, not joking. At least one person was shot and killed inside the Capitol building. A 14-year Air Force veteran. What the hell was she thinking? Three others killed outside. It's a damn fucking shame. And because so many fingers are pointing at Trumpito for inciting this stupid riot by not just what was said at the rally, but the incessant false complaints of voter fraud and stolen elections for weeks on end that there are now many people calling 
for his immediate removal and asking Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment. You know, the one where the vice president and the cabinet can get together and decide that the current president is unfit for office and then Pence would take over for, I mean, the next two weeks. And yeah, it, it's a slim chance this is going to happen, but that's how bad things have gotten. And he's already losing cabinet members and other top staff. Mick Mulvaney, the former chief of staff, he resigned. Elaine Chow, the transportation secretary, she resigned. Steph Grisham, former press secretary and current Melania chief of staff, no longer. She resigned. And there's more to follow. This is easily the most disastrous presidency in American history. Trumpito always talked about trying to make history with his presidency, and he sure has. You know what really gets me about this whole riot thing is that it was completely pointless. I mean, there's nothing they could have done to stop the certification process. Congress doesn't have the power to change the results of the presidential election, even though after all this nonsense and people dying, there were still over 100 GOP congressmen and six senators that still chose to vote in favor of challenging the results. Now, they were there specifically just to confirm what's already been done. They cannot challenge the results. They can challenge the slate of electors. That th doesn't mean anything. That just means each state can choose or not choose to send new ones. And I can't even believe that more Republicans voted in favor of challenging after the riot, after people were killed. They were like, no, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, I do think we should challenge these results. What is wrong with them? At least some senators, though, they wised up and they changed their mind and spoke in favor of continuing democracy because honestly it was all political theater and these sucker ass redneck buffoons fell for it and some lost their lives for it oh well as principal vernon said you mess with the bull you get the horns don't mess with the bull people Okay, so back to the first thing I said. Yeah, it's true. Jeff Bezos is no longer the wealthiest person in the world. If you're one of those people that care and are keeping track of other people that are richer than our wildest dreams, thanks to the crazy rise in Tesla's stock price, he's now worth an astonishing $188 billion. To celebrate, he tweeted, how strange. Well, back to work. And I mean, honestly, once you hit that first billion, your life really doesn't change much from one to 188. So yeah. He's just continuing doing his thing. He owns about 20% of Tesla's stock, so hence the huge numbers. None of his other companies like SpaceX or Starlink, Boring Company, etc., none of them are public. So all of his net worth is really based on how well Tesla does, and it is doing very well lately. They've been hitting their goals and beating expectations for Model 3 deliveries, and now the Model Y that's also hitting the streets. But is he actually rich? See, he claimed in court in 2018 to be cash poor because he said, quote, he takes takes loans against the stock that makes him so wealthy and then plows that money back into his companies. Like when he dumped around $100 million into the boring company back in 2018. Musk has a long history of using his own personal wealth to then fund new endeavors too, just like he funded Tesla and SpaceX after becoming a millionaire running PayPal, end quote. So yeah, he's got the biggest numbers, but he also has a ton of debt. Cool. Can you buy me a Coke, Elon? Link in the show notes. Okay, so you're now the richest guy in the world and you make your own cars, but what if you want to drive a different luxury sedan with similar cool technology? Mercedes-Benz is going to try to lure you in. They just unveiled the infotainment 
for their new EQS luxury electric sedan. And it has, get this, a 56-inch touchscreen from pillar to pillar. Now, to be fair, it's not all one screen. It's just one pane of curved glass. And it looks like it's actually three large screens, but it covers everything. The instrument cluster, the infotainment, and there's a screen for the passenger too for what exactly remains to be seen. They call it the hyper screen. And yeah, it's got some folks pretty hyper. I'm just glad it's a touchscreen and not that stupid jog wheel they used to force you to use. Took forever to get anything done. As more traditional manufacturers are starting to embrace electric vehicles though, expect to start seeing Tesla style interiors all over the place in the near future. The New York Mets have made a huge off-season move today. Four-time All-Star shortstop Francisco Lindor is moving to the Big Apple. Quote, one of baseball's best all-around players was traded Thursday by the Cleveland Indians along with pitcher Carlos Carrasco to the New York Mets, who have a new owner willing to spend at baseball's highest levels. End quote. This is a huge move from new owner Steve Cohen and a no-brainer. It also helps to show the fans, hey, he's not afraid to spend in order to win. Now, they Def got to sign him to a long-term deal. He's only got a year left on his contract before he hits free agency. And lastly, I just kind of want to end on a higher note. So I just went to the Good News Network and it looks like China has banned all plastic straws and single-use bags across the country, which is a really big deal. Not only because it's the most populous country on earth, but it's also the largest contributor to plastic waste. Now I'll tell you, plastic straws have been banned in my house for a couple years now, and I am not a fan of paper straws for the most part. Most of them really suck. So I'm very interested to see how China approaches this, especially since one of their biggest drink sales is bubble tea and the straws for bubble tea have to be wider and thicker so you could suck in that tapioca pudding i don't know i don't really care for it but any type of good news coming out of china is good for us all so after this wild week i'll take it Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And I did it a full week back. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time now. So glad to be back here. There's no real bonus news to talk about. Just trying to really cope with everything that we've seen over the last 24 hours. I mean, who would have thought I would be watching people scale the walls of the Capitol building live on television? Is it bad that I wanted to see someone fall? I mean, again, actions, consequences. Anyways, thanks again to my regular listeners. They're always letting their friends know top5at5.com is where they can subscribe. I appreciate you all. Thanks for still listening. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. And as always, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. Make this weekend count. Dodge the rest. Catch up with Quest. I got you with the news.